0: What's up? This is Patrick at Radicards.com, and today I would like to talk to you about resource allocation and how it relates to our collections. Now, this this may be obvious to some, but I do want to cover it because I think it's important. Well, I, I, I think it's ex- extremely important, in fact. If you have constant income, like most of us do with jobs and whatever else we do to get money. And we're card collectors. Great. We have a way to finance our hobby. This is a good thing. Okay? If we spend our money in a bunch of different ways, obviously we have less money to spend on each individual way. Now, if you're a diversified collector and you buy all kinds of different things and you lack a total theme, you just like cards, you just buy serendipitously and you're out money and then now you've got this collection of just stuff. Nothing really relates. And it's all cool stuff, at least to you anyway, uh, but not, there's no theme to it. So, when you show people, it's kind of just like, people ask you, what do you collect? You baseball cards. Okay, great. What in baseball do you, cards do you collect? And you don't have an answer beyond that. It's, it's not a bad thing per se, but It's certainly more beneficial when people can identify exactly what you're into in baseball cards because this makes shopping for you on the holidays and your birthday much easier to do. Granted, collecting baseball cards is in fact a catch-all. So I could just go to Target, grab a few blasters, and be done with it. Fine. But would you get more interest out of getting a couple blasters from Target? Or would you be more pleasantly surprised by, say, like a 54 Bowman Mickey Mantle? PSA 1, let's just say. Start thinking about this because I think this is, a, this is kind of a nice thing to think about in, in terms of helping other people identify with you in a more curtailed manner, especially when they're shopping for you. Makes it easy to buy for you when they know exactly what you collect. Okay, the other piece of this, too, is that if you player collect, right? Let's say you've been player collecting one guy for 15 years or whatever. And uh, you like to collect other things beyond your guy. So you spend that money doing that. You, You create these side projects, right? And over the course of time, you have spent, say... 40% 40% of your allocated discretionary on your side projects and the other 60 on your PC, your player collector collection. Now, if something pops that you've been looking for on your most wanted list and it requires the other 40%, but you had just spent that 40% on other stuff for your other projects, would you be upset with yourself knowing that you can't finance that most-wanted item that has finally surfaced. Would it be a better use of your funds to keep a higher percentage toward your PC purchases than your side projects, given the rare but not impossible likelihood of something highly desirable and exceedingly elusive surfacing for your player collection. Where I'm going with this is that fund allocation is really important when you're collecting baseball cards, or any hobby for that matter. Where does your money go? And how much of it goes in these directions? I mean, it comes down to priority. I get that, you know... You like it, you buy it because it's important to you. But if at that time, anyway, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow, something else might surface that might completely antiquate that previous purchase of a non-PC item. When I say PC here, I don't mean personal collection. I'm I'm saying PC for player collection. Just want to make that straight, just for this particular um, episode here or this particular conversation. <clears throat> So, would it make more sense, especially if you're a player collector, to put 90% of your funds into your player collection and 10% for miscellaneous side project stuff? I know this is relevant. A lot of us, everyone that's listening is gonna make a a different income level, so I get that. But, I also know as a player collector myself, that side projects, they cut in, they butt in to my fund allocation objectives. Which is why I have very few side projects. I have a couple, just a couple small things on the side. and They're very casual. And I only chip away at them, you know, when funds allow. Because I, I just, they're not that important to me. They're just fun little side projects. Whatever the case. If you player collect one modern player, let's say, in the last like 30 years... Like, let's say you PC Tony Gwynn, let's just say. And you've got him up to, like, 4,000 unique. For, let's just say that that that's also hypothetical. And you put... You know, a Mickey Mantle jersey card comes up and you buy it for, say, 60 bucks. Ah, great. Okay, cool. So, you put away $200 every month for cards, and 60 that just went to a Mantle card, which leaves you 140. And then, let's say you've got a most-wanted list, and... On that list is say, mm, say Crusade Red, 1998 Crusade Red, Tony Gwynn. Alright. And that card pops the next day and it's 240. Okay. It would be easier to get 40 more dollars to get that Crusade Red than it would be to get a hundred more dollars to get that Crusade Red. Crusade Red. Would you agree? I would agree. Because 100 is $60 more than 40. And trying to borrow 40 from somebody is a lot easier to do than trying to borrow 100 from somebody. Granted, you could put it on credit card, fine, but you're, you've got another $60 in debt if you get that card. How probable would it be for you to get the Crusade Red if you're only $40 short, as opposed to being $100 short? And how upset would you be if the second day the Crusade Red surfaced and you couldn't get it, but you'd been waiting to get it for so long, you just assumed it wasn't going to surface, so the $60 Mantle Jersey card made more sense at the time. But now you're kicking yourself because you don't have the funds to get the one card that you ultimately wanted. So, in fact, the act of buying becomes more of the priority than the act of buying the right stuff. Actually, it's an interesting consideration, if you will, The act, let me say that again, the act of buying in this capacity, in this situation, outweighs the act of buying the right item. And if you're like me, you'd prefer to buy the right item than just spend money. There's nothing wrong with a Mantle jersey card, okay? Totally cool stuff, especially if you're collecting, if you're PCing Mickey Mantle, modern stuff, or if you're PCing Yankees. All good. Makes sense. But if you're piecing a guy who spent his entire career on, say, the Padres and the Hall of Famer, one of the greatest hitters of all time. He's the guy who collects. has been collecting for a long time. And you then are in a situation where you regret a purchase that's outside of the scope of your normal focus. And you then are unable to buy the one card that you ultimately wanted over the, the out-of-focus purchase. How will you handle that? I think fund allocation is is one of those mission-critical topics in the hobby because our hobby is expensive. It's time-consuming. It takes away from us one renewable resource and one resource we can only spend, money and time. And so it is to our advantage to pay close attention to how much of each we're spending and where that those resources are going. Are they growing our collection or are they distracting us from growing our collection? See, I think that side projects are perfectly fine. Especially, this is especially the case if you can finance them easily. Where it becomes a problem is when you're on a limited budget, but you still want to grow your collection. Now, we're also talking about being financially conscious. Knowing where your money is going and knowing how to spend your money correctly. When I say that, I mean don't overpay for stuff. Because then you can create a volatile market. That's another conversation entirely. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you look at all the stuff that doesn't pertain to your main focus, especially just just look at the last year's purchases, let's just say, think about how much money you spent on stuff that doesn't fit into your main focus. And then ask yourself this, if I had that kind of cash, what kind of you know what kind of items could I have acquired to add to my main focus? and what could I have done to grow my PC? All right. So this is a uh, This is a good one for me when I think about it. You know, I've been, I spent I spent some time essentially completely just broke. Dead broke in my life I've been and and, and I remember being still Excited about baseball cards when I could finance them, when I could buy them. And during that time, I bought stuff for my PC and my player collection. That's what I said, PC here. And I bought stuff, a couple low, very inexpensive side project stuff. I, I, I do rookie cards, minor league stuff. It's kind of fun. After a couple months of that, though, I started buying a lot less rookie cards and just focusing on my Frank Thomas collection because... I realized how much money I was spending on stuff that didn't pertain to my Frank Thomas collection. I was thinking, well, I could just spend that money on Thomas stuff. Why would I spend money over there when I could spend it over here and build this up? That's what I was thinking. This was years ago. But if you can finance it, this conversation may not apply. Well, it probably would still apply because you'd be buying more expensive items. So income level doesn't really matter. Socioeconomic status is it doesn't it doesn't really doesn't really apply to the conversation it's more just money management being financially conscious where is my money going is it growing my collection in the way i want it to grow or am i just spending money to spend money and get new cards okay the latter might be apply more to say like those of us who like to open boxes of cards we just like to open packs let's just say so, just spending money to open, the experience isn't adding to a collection, it's opening a box of cards and seeing what you can get. That's still can be a good use of funds if that's your thing, if that's what you do. Identifying what your your collection is and where what excites you is really important, because then you can go and you can spend your money fo- and you can focus on that piece of it. If you like to open boxes or cases, spend your money on boxes and cases. If you like to buy Tony Gwynn baseball cards, buy Tony Gwynn baseball cards. If you like to go out and just serendipitously buy whatever comes, to, come, comes up that you like, and that's your collection focus, just buying stuff you like, then spend your money that way. Right? But if you specifically want to grow something that's laser-focused on, say, a, a player collection, then obviously you want to cut all the other Miscellaneous expenses out, and just focus on that one. Then you can really have an enriched collection, right? People look at your collection, and be like, "Wow, you, you really covered all the bases. A lot of layers there. You've really focused on it, and they can tell." It's whatever. It, I, at the end of the day, it's really whatever is important to you, right? That that's that's what's important. Because whatever makes you happy, that's what's most important. There's no wrong answer in collecting, but I also know about money management and how it can control you if you don't control it. Debt is not fun to have, but, and building credit card debt can be good because you can build credit, which will allow you to make big financial commitments down the line, also a good thing, but there's, you know, there's a limit that you got to put yourself on with that kind of thing. So that you're not putting yourself in a situation where you're in a worse off position than you were prior to obtaining the debt. Controlled debt is a good thing. It's when debt spirals out of control that it becomes a problem. And you and I both know neither of us want either of us in debt. In that capacity anyway. So... Collect what you like, pick a focus, and and, 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 and stick to it, and ask yourself, when you're, next time you're buying something outside of that scope, does this fit in my collection? And if not, why am I buying it? And I'll leave you with that. Thank you for tuning in to Radicarts.com, and until next time, enjoy collecting. If you like this content, please subscribe. Thank you. Enjoy collecting.